I'd been meaning to put up our interviews and all these other special talks uh, about catch wrestling up on some sort of uh, podcast platform, and I'd actually been looking around, and um, now I think Anchor.fm is uh, probably one of the best bets for you. Uh, you the inter- user interface has actually gotten much better. Um, it's free. They also have all these different tools, that, which I think work much better than they used to, uh, to edit and everything, so you can uh, put up a nice podcast, which we'll get more into later, so hopefully everything gets smoother later on. Um, also, they distribute your podcast for you, so it shows up on Spotify, Apple, uh, Google Podcasts, everything like that, and you can also get sponsorships. So uh, go ahead and check it out. Everybody, this is Raul Ramirez with the Catch Wrestling Alliance, where we strive to keep real wrestling alive. Thank you for joining me, and uh, thank you uh, for, for, well, actually, thank you for yourself, and thank you for listening either on podcast version or uh, watching us live on YouTube and Twitch, or watching us not live, watching the re-recording of this wherever you watch it from thank you and um let's go ahead and get to the topic today because it's something that kind of comes up often but just yesterday i believe it was um flow sports so people you might see on uh, if you don't have a subscription to it it's like a streaming sports service app and um, they actually have a lot of uh, different types of sports on their on their streaming service so they have um well, the ones that we care about. So they have grappling or say like jujitsu and uh, amateur wrestling. So they do have a lot of these different events that they air live. So just like IBJJF um, events and, you know, like worlds and all that. I believe they actually stream a lot of those, probably at least, you know, like the higher belt divisions, but they're also the ones who are doing like the who's number one, or they're also airing, a lot of the fight to win, all these different types of no-gi events. And so what they've done is uh, over the years, they've they've uh, had kind of crossover events where they've had several like high-level amateur wrestlers, so people who've, uh, you know, made it onto the, or at least are trying out for the world, like freestyle teams and all that, um, do grappling matches or modified rules matches with these high high level jiu-jitsu practitioners so uh, they're always done in like no-gi format and all that um so since this has been happening over the years and they have several matches where uh the the no-gi practitioner uh usually submitted the the high level rest the elite level wrestler um, so they quickly dis, uh, declared jiu-jitsu superior to wrestling. And um, I actually, I don't disagree so much in that uh, am- people have to remember amateur wrestling is just that, or like freestyle, uh, even folk style, Greco, all these used to be called amateur wrestling. And then over the decades, people start to believe that these styles are almost like the entirety of wrestling or these these styles are like the essence of wrestling. And um, they totally forget about catch wrestling or they totally forget that they came from catch wrestling. 
and even those and kind of what i've seen too it's like i know my good friend um the wrestling historian uh, hall of fame writer um mike chapman he's he's done a lot in trying to educate a lot of these really famous wrestlers about their history so like dan gable and uh, the brands brothers who are the coaches at university of iowa they're very successful in creating wrestling champions like folk style wrestling champions and they've also worked in freestyle as well but it doesn't mean that these people um like if they know their history they don't necessarily know they still don't know catch wrestling that's the thing so they're very good at what they do they're very good at their particular style of wrestling but the unfortunate thing is is that the current forms of amateur wrestling are like they do not have submissions right so the the style that they came from uh had submissions and the submissions were removed right and for safety reasons also to kind of almost like that's it's kind of like the to kind of make a clear distinction between what is amateur wrestling and what is pro wrestling so the pro version should be more exciting more dangerous right and then the amateur version can be safe right so that's why uh all kinds of like amateur versions of sports are like there's there's all these modifications made to make it safe for like kids and uh you know the younger athletes right and then the pro version is say like uh, even in i think a good example is uh nogi grappling where it's like if you're doing all these amateur matches right then uh, like they'll put restrictions on a lot of the holds you can do so like maybe no leg locks or stuff like that but if you do pro then you know leg locks are a fair game and i think some are, are starting to allow slams and stuff a little bit more frequently now um so these are things that people used to worry about but i mean if it's at a pro level then uh, the, the the danger and excitement uh, probably should be elevated a little bit you know um at least that's kind of the way we do things right so you have the the pro version you know being much more dangerous than the amateur version and that's kind of what keeps it where it's like uh, safe for people who only want to do it like as a hobby right you don't want to be uh, getting all these concussions and stuff for your hobby right or getting all these joint whatever joint joint damage uh for for your hobby and i think it's kind of the 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 distinction between the pro and amateur level and actually that that really is the only distinction if you want to if we want to take a tangent a quick tangent um for a couple minutes is that the mindset is actually what differentiates the average person from an athlete and uh, that also kind of differentiates kind of like the hobbyist or the person who's just trying to work out with the the pro athlete or the potential pro athlete right so um uh that the that's the only thing right so the kind of like the mindset so you're whether like if you feel like you you want to attain a goal this, this is kind of how it was put uh, this is research that came out like years ago where it's like if you have someone who's just exercising uh maybe just running around the high school track or something like that and it takes them uh, say like three minutes to go around one lap well the the, the athlete mindset will be like i'm going to beat that time so I'm going to work and put, I'm going to put in the work to get faster. Right. So then it takes like, you know, maybe one minute, you know, stuff like that. So it's like, this is the mentality, the athlete mentality. And that's kind of the difference. So um, anyway, kind of back to our 
topic because we have some comments coming in. So from Mark, yeah, you missed the documentary. So it was like, um, it's on, I think it's on Flow Sports or Flow uh, Grappling. It was on, they released it on YouTube. So and it's free for anybody to watch. Just a short one, but kind of what they do is they have, um, uh, they talk, they sit and talk uh, with a lot of their different uh, commentators. So they have like a guy who does a lot of their, uh, like amateur wrestling coverage and he does a lot of the breakdowns. So he does like, if he, there's a really cool move that happens and he kind of breaks, breaks it down and shows you how it's done. Um, they do interviews with him. They do interviews with a lot of their grappling, the Nogi uh, commentators and stuff like that. And then what they do is then show a lot of the matches that they, uh, that they held over, you know, over a few years now. Right. So they had matches where, um, Actually, I wonder if they showed the the Ramos one where uh, Nicky Ryan uh, submitted him like super fast, and then uh, they showed the Pat Downey ones, and um, where Pat was able to win in a modified amateur way, like uh, uh, amateur rules match, um, and I think he still won by points or something. Like, so then they're trying to say like, well, he won by points, but it wasn't necessarily like this dominant type thing where he pinned them and all that. And, and then they show um, a few of like say Gordon Ryan and Bo nickel. And they, they have a bunch of um, like now they have a bunch of different matches that they were uh, showing and kind of early showing clips from, and then explaining where it's like really each one had the wrestler losing. Right. And so that's why I really would like to uh, uh, like people, I, I would really prefer it if people said amateur wrestler, right? Because at least there's some distinction there. And it's true that say like, uh, if you go to the Olympics, you know, you're getting paid uh, to, you're, you're receiving money for, uh, for your your effort, your time. You know, um, I know it's like different countries, it's actually more than others. Uh, I know like in China, if you're, if you're like a, the national team, even if you're like a regional team, because there's a potential for you to, you know, build up and get to the national team you get a lot of stipends and stuff so it's not that you're like not surviving or not making any money or whatever um so but at least if they since we already have a word for that that makes this distinction between like the the professional so like the catch wrestling would be the professional where we have is more dangerous where we have submissions we have uh like all these big time suplexes, these slams and all these different takedowns allowed, neck cranks and all that, that is pro, right? And then not that is amateur, right? So if people don't like these terms, you know, maybe we can get together and think of uh, some other terms that everyone feels comfortable with, but this is the way it's been done. And so um, I'm fine with leaving it that way because I, I don't think that these terms are particularly offensive in any way. I mean, this kind of I think people already think that way anyway, like amateur is the, you know, amateur is amateur and pro is the uh, the next level. And that's kind of how things were done where it's like you, you were this amateur and then in, in wrestling, right? So you're this amateur. And then when you started learning all the submissions and stuff, then that's when you made that transition into becoming the pro, right? And so anyway, back to this, uh, the the flow sports thing where they're they're you know i i think with all their evidence I, it's it's pretty easy to make the conclusion that 
you know, with all the jujitsu people dominating that, you know, it's, it's better, right. than than amateur wrestling. But the thing that the, the conclusion that they draw, is like, it's better than wrestling. Right. So I think that's the error. So that's where I'm going to nitpick right? so, because, uh, you know, this is a catch wrestling channel where we have submissions and stuff like that. So, um, uh, that's where I would disagree overall. Right. All right, so actually you guys are starting to comment more, so let's go ahead and get to some of your, your comments here. Um, Anthony C. Catch wrestling is too hard for the average person, and there's no pajamas to wear. That's why everyone likes BJJ. All right, uh, that may be true. <laughs> yeah, I do. You, know, you, you hear that saying a lot where even, uh, even was it, Nikki Ryan, that was one of the, the big things where they were talking about when they were documenting people's training for ADCC where they were they were saying oh well you have to get better at your wrestling or your takedowns and stuff like that and um, one of the competitors named Nikki Ryan he he commented that you know wrestling is just like one of the most difficult things he does and it's, it's hard and he hates it and stuff like that um, so yeah I think that I've seen that a lot where it's like you have all these really even at the the MMA gym that I teach at here in Los Angeles, um, there'll be like a lot of people in the jujitsu class, you know, it's like they're all like laughing and having a good time and you know, it seems like not so hardcore. And then when you know the the most hardcore of the students will stay for the wrestling class, right? So um, and they kind of talk about it. They talk, they they kind of say similar uh, comments where it's like oh like if if the when the jujitsu class is ending and people are leaving they'll say like oh this the wrestling class is too tough or whatever so so you know teach their own I guess you know <laughs> okay so Mark okay I'll check it out why are they saying grappling and not BJJ I wonder UWW United World Wrestling recognized grappling and as wrestling as a wrestling style and the original form of wrestling. It's on the UWW page. Yeah, I think because um, you know, I think jujitsu is so popular nowadays that that's kind of the easy way to talk about it. And I think even people have been talking about how like no gi jujitsu is you know because it doesn't have the gi and that they can easily incorporate some wrestling techniques into it um some people are actually saying that this is going to be kind of like this this next kind of break and from the in the the evolutionary tree where you know no gi becomes kind of its own thing so but you know like how you're pointing out mark it actually has been its own thing uh and it's and it's called grappling, right? And UWW has already recognized it. And there's even what, like, what used to be called FILA and all that, where they would have these types of uh, competitions already, right? So in a way, it goes back to there's nothing new under the sun. But when people try to make these distinctions or try to prove something, then it's uh, it's kind of like uh, like it's it's not necessarily the whole picture, right? Uh, Puko 66, what do you think about the Jacobs Rosenvig match? Um, you know, I do, I do 10th Planet Jiu Jitsu. I had, I've not worked with Kern Jacobs in for many years before he had that match, so uh, I don't know what was wrong. Uh, um, so yeah, I don't really think much of it. It had nothing to do with me or catch wrestling or catch wrestling alliance. Christopher Morales. 
wrestling is work that's why nobody likes it <laughs> we'll say that again right so wrestling is work that's why nobody likes it uh yeah yeah the, uh, that's a really good point because a lot of drilling and it's, it's different from when i'm when i'm doing like or when i'm when i'm attending a jujitsu class um yeah but i think uh, you can really like what see how much determination how much grit you have uh in in the wrestling in the wrestling class or, or even just sparring and stuff. Uh, the lurker wrestlers can give a bike guy fits just for the different attacks and tendencies. Yes. I don't know what you mean by bike guy. Maybe it's like a, <laughs> a misspelling or whatever, but um, uh, what's it called? Uh, sure. I mean, that's the thing. So it, it can give like say the average nogi person or even jujitsu person because uh like i don't know if you guys have followed us on instagram or whatever but one of the students that i teach he does gi but he also takes my catch wrestling class uh he's been winning gi matches using uh wrestling techniques so over this this past weekend he did some tournament he didn't tell me about it so i wasn't there right but uh all of a sudden i started getting these notifications that he went to some tournament somewhere here in Southern California and um, he was winning and he, he showed the video of his match using all these type of wrestling reversals. So if someone um, got on top of him, he was able to reverse them and, you know, you get points by these reversals. So all of a sudden he's underneath the person and then all of a sudden he's on top and he's, he's actually winning uh, these matches because he's, he's just uh, racking up all these points, right? Um, so in that way, actually, uh, I, I don't know if, I think people have talked about it, like on YouTube, uh, different grapplers will talk, they'll still say that even jujitsu point systems, uh, kind of like, um, they still kind of give an advantage to the person on top or like, say like the wrestler, right? Um, so you get points for like, if you're on the bottom, getting back out and getting on top, like sweeps, right? So you get points for these different things like takedowns and whatnot. So, uh, wrestling is still very, very important or wrestling, uh, technique or wrestling, uh, methodology or wrestling approach to grappling is still very, very important very practical. There's like something, uh, it's a winning strategy. All right. The lurker. I can almost always tell if someone has wrestling in their background, explosive and fast. Yeah, and I would say too, like a decisive, where it's like you might not necessarily linger around so much, or if you do kind of linger, they kind of wait. They're waiting for the right time to counter move, or you know. So, um, and then when they when the time is right, right, then yeah, they'll they'll explode and really kind of follow through. And that, that's the other thing, the follow through, as opposed to just maybe falling onto your back, or maybe just uh, trying to go back into guard and stuff like that. Um, yeah so yeah I, th I think that's <laughs> no need to say you're sorry the lurker christopher morales by the way i know christopher morales personally <laughs> he's he, actually you you can see christopher morales in a lot of his uh, matches he, he's competed in our uh, tournaments and our events so his videos or his match videos are on our channel our youtube channel 
Okay, Christopher Morales. If you can't wrestle, you have no business learning submissions for catch wrestling. Um, yet you will be more successful at submitting people if you if you can control them, right? That's like a major, major thing. And actually, uh, uh, we've used one of Chris's matches to to kind of uh, explain this point because there's one match that he had against this one man. His um, uh, he. he Bun, his last name is Bun, and so you can find it where uh, Chris takes him down and kind of makes him go flat, right? So like kind of like that parterre kind of thing in freestyle, and he he waits for his moment when uh, Bun tries to start uh, building back up his base, and that's when Chris grabs his arm. You know, so he's you know he's kind of flat. So then usually when someone's flat, they'll put like if they if they're like this, right? Then they'll put their arm out, right, to start building their base. Right, so that's the exact moment when Chris took the arm and um, did a like a chicken wing type submission. So it's a really good uh, video. Um, we've I think we put it out a couple times, and maybe we'll put it out again because I <laughs> maybe I'll do maybe more of an extensive kind of discussion about it because it's a really cool um, idea that you know a few of you right now in the comments were talking about where it's like yeah, there's this kind of difference between the wrestler. And maybe the average grappler, right? Christopher, I want to compete again. Well, yeah, let's let's do it, Chris. Okay, Mark R. Shoot, catch wrestling will always be superior. Look at all the look at the champions in all the organizations like UFC, uh, dominated by wrestling for decades, uh, especially wrestlers and boxers. Yeah, yeah, I think that's uh, and and like say with. With regards to striking and boxing and stuff like that, yeah, it it is really starting to uh, show in MMA at least. Like the strikers are really getting that edge. You know, it's becoming kind of more of a strike striking uh, competition because people um, people want to um, um, people want to see the knockouts and stuff more than the grappling. At least, at least the average MMA fan, right? I think people maybe here watching this now, you know, they you might be more interested in some of the grappling and stuff like that. But, um, but anyway, right? This was uh, this different people, but kind of on average, you know, you if you go to these uh, MMA matches and if it stays on the ground too long, even if they're kind of working or doing some cool grappling stuff, uh, you'll hear people yell out like "Stand them up, ref," you know, stuff like that. And you know they will get stood up, um, you know, by the referees and stuff. So, um, all right, let's, where are you guys? Where are we? <laughs> you guys are commenting. So it's great. It's great. I'm really happy that you guys are are active today. Uh, the lurker love grappling in all its forms. I know in BJJ it's position before submission. How is catch different? Um, it is not not that much different from that. I think that's I think that's a saying that they'll. They'll talk about in jujitsu. Um, if you want to kind of change the words around, it's it would be like control before submission or or getting a wrestling hold, right? So this is kind of one of the differences where uh, a wrestling hold could be like the double wrist lock, right? Or in jujitsu they call it the kimura. So if someone is like uh, trying to uh, uh, like a like push you or maybe go for a double leg takedown or they wrap their arms around you and you're able to grab their wrist and put it into the double wrist lock position or the kimura position 
that is a form of control. So that is a position, right? And then you're, you should be able to maneuver the person around so that you can get even more control where you can finish the submission. So that is not exactly the, the approach that's done in jujitsu. So then that's why they'll probably think like, Oh, catch wrestling is submission over position. And we're the opposite. Um, no, it's just, uh, it's just the, the way of doing things is, is different. And, uh, but it's still really the same thing position before submission, right? So you got to get the control before the submission. Right. Mark R. Put Gordon Ryan in a cage with Yoel Romero and see what happens. Yeah, I'd love to see that. <laughs> let's see, let it, yeah, let, let's see what happens. <laughs> That'd be really interesting. Uh, oh, but actually what Gordon, uh, is he re like semi re or he's retired or uh, at least temporarily retired from medical conditions and stuff. So, um, yeah, well, if, if they were to jump in right now, you know, maybe Yoel would just completely dominate if, uh, if Gordon is having some kind of a, uh, flare-up. I think he has some kind of uh, digestive problems or something. So, so yeah, right now, Romero has the, the definite edge, right? <laughs> Kaz, Kazaya. Know where I can train catch wrestling in London? Been wanting to start for so long now. Oh, and unfortunately, um, the closest place I know would be Bristol, and then but I would say if you like maybe on the weekends or so, if you could be going up to Wigan, you know, tr uh, contact them. Um, yeah, I, I know it's a few hours drive, but if it's only, you know, like, you know, if it's only, well, I can't remember their schedule, but, you know, they have weekly classes or uh, you can, I think they have monthly seminars or whatever. So, you know, see if you can't get up there at least, you know, once or twice a month. Okay. Uh, Mark R. I mean, the wrestler-boxer hybrid. For example, wrestlers who learn how to strike well. Yes, wrestlers who learn how to strike well. Or even strikers who learn how to uh, at least learn a lot of, um, uh, you, know, you know, so vice versa, where it's like whoever, whatever base you start at, whether it's striking or wrestling, if you can kind of combine a lot of the fundamentals of the opposite of what, like, what you're weak at then you, you'd be really formidable. So like I, I often talk about Chinese kickboxing. So Chinese kickboxing has a, is striking, but it has a lot of the wrestling fundamentals in it. So there's a lot of slams and uh, different types of takedowns. So uh, it's already kind of like a bridge between uh, the striking and the grappling. And then if you were to add more wrestling to that i think those types of people are formidable and we're the, a lot of them are doing very well in one championship also even what Zhang wei li uh in ufc you know it was a champion um all right let's get back to your question so yeah yeah so if, if you can kind of uh, fill in a little bit of the fundamentals of what you're missing whether you come from striking or wrestling background then yeah you can be very formidable Adriano Ramos, uh, about what age do you think catch wrestling is not effective anymore? Uh, no, it's, it's actually, you know, so catch wrestling uh, is is so effective that it was, you know, so it was taught at West Point and all that. So it does have techniques from standing to the ground. It's just not necessarily like a striking style, but it, it is um, considered still like a, a martial art that can be a sport, right? So it could be done... Uh, for self-defense and so you what even 
there's uh, what farmer burns in his his writings you know there's all these self-defense techniques so where he's he's dressed up in um you know in everyday clothing and stuff and showing how to do techniques against you know diff even what's it like a knife and a gun and all that uh christopher morales learning wrestling before you apply a submission hold is a fundamental principle uh, Roy Wood also teaches that way. So Roy Wood is the head coach of the Snake Pit Wigan. He also is like the lineage holder for that the that lineage. So it's kind of like the original the original lineage of catch wrestling. So he's the successor of that legendary coach Billy Riley. Um, and then Christopher goes on to mention Pops, who. His, his name's his full name is William Wicks. So he is kind of like the, or he was the lineage holder of the kind of the um, the American lineage of catch wrestling. Uh, now he passed that on to John Strickland, and John Strickland's uh, organization is called American Hook Wrestling. Mark R. Kazaya, you gotta train, get the train to Wigan. Yeah, actually, I I've taken the train from London uh, to Wigan. It's a pretty cool ride, you know. It doesn't take that long. Mark R. They run seminar. They run seminars, and it's cheap because it's the north. <laughs> uh, Mark R. Sanda. Yep. Mark R. Billy Wicks is that carny wrestling. Yes. So it's often called yeah. Often people refer to it as carny style uh, because it was used in the carnivals. Uh, but yeah, so they would definitely rely a lot on the submissions and stuff because they would go up, they would, they would do challenge matches at the, at the carnivals and they, they did say oftentimes they they would go up against pretty good amateur wrestlers. So, uh, they would, they would definitely have to submit these people. So they'd have to rely on the, the submissions over just like out wrestling someone and just like controlling them. Like say, like someone who doesn't have much experience, you could totally just control them, right? Just by using your wrestling ability. But then someone who has good wrestling ability, then you got to just move up, move on to uh, submitting them. And I think that's kind of going back to the original point of this video where it's like, that's kind of the thing where it's like, you'll have these high level grapplers, high level jujitsu people, and they've like they've seen a lot of kind of like your average uh, wrestling takedowns, your your average amateur wrestling takedowns, so double leg and all, you know, single leg, stuff like that. So some of them are taking the time to learn these things and practice it. So then um, they might, when they encounter it in, say like it was at Bo Nickel and Gordon Ryan, it's like um, you actually had Gordon try to set up more things than Bo you know, Bo pretty much just got that one pretty, like, beautiful suplex. But um, Gordon was actually setting up takedowns. He did a scissor takedown, and they ended up going into a leg lock position. But they, um, I think they fell out of bounds, so they had to reset that one. Um, if they didn't fall out of bounds, then that, he would have just set up an easy submission right then and there. Um, yeah, so that's... that's um, Kind of how it's going so i think that their documentary in a, in a way it does kind of prove one point but I, I wish it didn't say like wrestling i wish it said amateur wrestling because you know you you're um then you're kind of making you're, you're almost like lumping catch wrestling into that 
that equation too, which is not, uh, it's not, it's not the best, right? It's not the, it's not as precise, right? Kaziah. Hopefully I'm pronouncing your, your name right. I'm, I'm assuming it's Kaziah. Um, thanks for carrying on catch wrestling, bro. You a legend gonna go to Bristol and train. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bristol Krav Maga. This is the, the school that we work with. I think it's called like Titan Krav Maga or but it's in Bristol and you'll be able to find it. Um, or Wigan. Yeah. If you can go straight to Wigan, Wigan would be like the, you know, like it's like go, go, going to the original source, right? And, and Roy Wood is the successor, right? Or Billy Riley. So it's, it'd be kind of like, uh, you'd probably, that'd probably be your first choice, even though I, I believe it would be further away from you. Um, but yeah, so keep, keep, you know, try your best to just do it wherever you can go. Big pressure jujitsu. What is your uh, opinion on the tournament format of Japanese combat wrestling? Um, actually, I'm not sure. Every once in a while, I'll look into it, but I think I'm not sure if I um, if I know exactly the, the all the details of that. So sorry about that. I, I don't think I can answer that right now. Uh, Mark R. I was not aware of Bristol. Sweet, good to know. Well, um, the Bristol School is the one that I'm working with. So, um, yeah, they've, they've gone through our online courses. So might as well mention that if you, if, no matter where you are, if you want to do the online academy, then you can, you can do that as well. So that'd be the CWA Academy that's through our website, catchwrestlingalliance.com. Uh, you should be able to find that there. And, um, so, so yeah, Bristol, the school in Bristol is working through our online courses. So one thing about that is like, so we'll have a bunch of courses uh, with a bunch of different lessons. And then I definitely want you to um, be, you know, sharing some of your sparring footage. Cause I mean, it's one thing to show people are showing proficiency in your techniques, right? But I want to see you guys applying all this stuff. So, um, so it's not just like some easy thing where you just go through the different lessons. And uh, the first, the first, the first lessons that's easy where it's like, there's our fundamentals courses where I would just want video of you demonstrating the techniques. But then if you want to progress as like, so the way I set it up where it's like levels, so four levels. And so uh, if you want to progress to the higher levels and get, basically I give you more access to more lessons and stuff. Um, I want to see not only you do the techniques, but also I want you to see, I want to see you sparring. I want to see you rolling. And, um, you know, I want to make sure that you actually look like, you're doing catch wrestling and not jujitsu. Adriano Ramos. What I meant is if a catch wrestler can be effective at 60. Yeah, definitely. Look at Roy Wood. He's still, he's in his late 70s now. Because when I met him, I think he was 74. And that was like back in the year 2000. Was it the year two? 2010. Hmm. Dang. The. Uh, I don't know. I'm pretty sure. Anyway, he might be. I'm not sure about the math on that. <laughs> so, is he? I don't know if he was 74 when we met, or if he was a few years younger. We we celebrated his birthdays together a few times, right? So he was in LA a couple times uh, during his birthday. 
So I don't know if that was like the first time I met him. He's already 70. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> his birthday just passed, uh, but I forgot what age he is now. But anyway, when I first met him, he was definitely around 70 years old and he was still uh, able to demonstrate techniques, still able to get on the mat, get on the mat and drill techniques and stuff. And uh, so if you take care of your body, you can do a lot of great things, a lot of, uh, you know, powerful things, uh, you know, at no matter what age you are. So, yeah, I think uh, Roy Wood can answer your <laughs> your uh, question there, because, yeah, even at 70, in his 70s, he was he was still very, very effective. Yeah, keep on asking the questions. Thanks for uh, uh, thanks for having a good chat today, guys. Yeah, so for those of you who might be um, tuning in now, so Flow Sports had a, uh, they released a video on YouTube. It was like a short documentary, I think it was about 30 minutes, where they they have all their commenters and they're discussing uh, what's better, wrestling or, or jiu-jitsu, basically like no-gi. And they, they pretty much conclude that, you know, no-gi is better and they, they have good evidence to prove their point and you know all these matches that they've uh organized between high level amateur wrestlers and jiu-jitsu practitioners and you know the jiu-jitsu guys always win um there was one match where it's like a modified uh wrestling rules that pat downey won but they say that's like you know he's, he won by the points and it was like a modified thing and all that so um uh, that's kind of a that's fair Right. So, but my point is that it's like you got to remember that it's the amateur version, right? So, if these practitioners, because you know, these uh, amateur wrestlers, they focus so much on their sport and not so much on these outside things, not so much on submissions and stuff, because you do have to devote a lot of time to your sport, no matter what it is, you know. So, these amateur wrestlers are doing just that, like focusing on their their folk style or freestyle or whatever, like if they're trying to get to the Olympics or not, they're only going to have a, a, a little bit of time to even think about doing something different than their main sport. So that's why they would be, uh, that's why they're getting caught in submissions, really, <laughs> to put it simply, right? They, they're not seeing these setups or they're not seeing how stuff that they commonly do in amateur wrestling might set them up in submissions right so that's uh like they talk about like bo nickel getting caught in the triangle choke or um or almost you know really getting caught in the leg locks or um uh you know uh ramos tony ramos getting what leg locked and you know all these different they have so many different um uh matches that they've they've organized so they you know they 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 show the evidence from all these different matches and you know, uh, I think their conclusion is, is somewhat fair, but if we can still distinguish that it's amateur wrestling, it's not catch wrestling, uh, that that's that's my point. That's why I'm here right now. Talk, that's what I'm here right now talking about. Yep, did someone comment and I missed it? Did you guys delete your comment? I thought I saw it move. Okay, well, anyway, yeah. So, um feel free to comment i'll, I'll kind of just give the uh some other announcements so yeah you can always become a member of our youtube channel um so two dollars a month just to help support the uh, what we're doing um 
We also have videos. So if you support at our, our middle tier, I believe it's like $4.99 a month, then you get access to more videos that we have behind the paywall on our YouTube channel. Um, also, we have like the super student tier. So that's where you can, if you want to have access to our, 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 like our private videos on our YouTube channel and you want to be doing the Catch Wrestling Alliance Academy at, at the same time, then you can join at that level and then let me know that you've done that. And then I can give you access to the CWA Academy stuff or uh, the site. So all, the, all those lessons there. Mark R. Sounds like American BJJ communities, self-serving, self-promotion slash propaganda added again. I'd like to see a big, I'd like to see a BJJ gi practitioner try to win a gold medal in, in gi. Like for example, judo, good luck, not happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, like, so especially like in the Olympics uh, and you, you go on to, to add that, like imagine a reg your regular jiu-jitsu person winning a gold medal in judo uh, in the Olympics. It'd be very, very hard because the the level of uh, the Olympic level of judo is <clears throat> is very, very high. So um, yeah, you have you have a point there. And yeah, like how you said, it's like kind of self-promotion. And that's kind of why I'm here, whereas I'm saying like, yeah, it is kind of self -prom it is self-promotion, but um, and they do have some good evidence, right? Uh, because it's like high-level wrestlers that they're organizing matches against. Uh, but again, they're not catch wrestlers, right? It's like, yes, uh, Mark R. Yes, they can't even dominate in the gi. <clears throat> yeah, and then, yeah, the gi's a whole other uh, subject, right? <laughs> so I think that that could be a thing even in jiu-jitsu where it's like you are seeing people, like I personally don't like gi and all that I've, I've i've done you know some classes and gi and all that but i prefer to not do gi or not use the gi um yeah so and i think that's also too where we're kind of mentioned earlier where um there's i think there's this kind of branch or this branching off of like from from grappling where it's like you have all these gi styles particularly jujitsu where so many people are enjoying doing no gi that could be kind of like this whole separate world that that is developing and we'll see if uh, we'll see if like ju the jujitsu gi doesn't die out but it's still really popular so many people doing gi jujitsu so i don't think it'll die out anytime soon because you know you got like all these countries focused on gi as opposed to like like you know no gi stuff where you have like a few schools, even though they're popular, say like, um, say like Tenth Planet or something, um, it's not like they're everywhere all around the world. You know, it's not, and they are actually. <laughs> there are a lot of uh, affiliates, but it's not like the ultimate dominant um, school. Or it's, um, and also too, it's not like they're they're dominating in all like ADCC and all that stuff like that. You know, so you know the gi will still be around yeah okay so then the other feel free to ask, ask any questions or comments um uh so the other thing that i want to 
just let you guys know if anybody is around uh, Los Angeles. So I, I do teach at Fight Science MMA, but then also I'm going to be starting a new class at UCLA in their gym. I believe the gym is open to the public, so you would have to become a member of that gym. But I believe since it is a you know public university that uh, you would get a membership, a gym membership at you know a fraction of the cost of all these private gyms because a lot of these private gyms in LA are extremely extremely expensive the university one should be cheaper but then once you become a member of the gym then you could uh, take all these uh, martial art classes for very very cheap so I believe they group all the grappling classes uh, into like a, a grappling class pass so you know if if if, if you want to look into it and find out all the details um you know you're welcome but also if you're if you happen to be a ucla student and you're watching this you know you know join the class is going to start uh when school starts so i think you guys uh you students would start like at the very end of september and then um classes like the martial art classes will start like the i think the first week of october i'll be teaching a sanda class and a catch wrestling class so i just wanted to let you guys know that keep that out there uh, so we'll still have stuff, fight science, and then UCLA. All right. Okay. So I think you guys got all your questions answered. <laughs> so we'll go ahead and uh, we'll go ahead and end it here. I, I, um, it's unfortunate to see like amateur wrestling, you know, where it's kind of going, and um, you know, or see maybe like I don't know. You guys can continue talking about it, or we can talk about it next time, but. Like you do see, let's say a lot of ego in both, like nogi and and amateur. But and I do enjoy a lot of like amateur wrestling, but almost like to to an extent because I know that it came from catch wrestling, like the freestyle and the folk style came from catch wrestling. But you know to see to see it, you know, almost like to see this kind of what neutered or heavily. Ab um heavily kind of what heavily neutered version of catch wrestling it, it it breaks my heart right so so um yeah i'm not as sympathetic right if if there but the sad thing is like um you know the, i think the, the the overall picture is somewhat distorted you know so there is wrestling that has submissions and um i think that's not understood by most people all right so Thanks to all the people who watched and commented. I thank you for helping to keep real wrestling alive. Hope, hopefully we see you next time. Thank you.